guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Rachel. <laughs> and yes, today we are joined by Rachel, my one of my best friends from high school. Like Thank- middle school. Middle school, yes. Give me credit. I was actually trying to remember when did we become friends? Because we went to school together since like kindergarten. I have no idea. I remember like seventh grade eating lunch with you that's as far back as my memory goes so really (laughs) same (laughs) I don't even know what happened before that in my life I was asking my mom to look for pictures actually of the two of us like to post when this episode goes up and she's like wait from like when you were kids and I was like were we friends when we were kids I don't know (laughs) whatever you can find (laughs) right I don't know if I had any friends before sixth grade that I socialized with outside of school to be honest yeah I'm not I'm really shy. I was. I don't know. Still am. Depends on the circumstance. (laughs) I'm kind of disappointed that you don't remember meeting me, though. You don't remember meeting me either. Yeah, your memory's better than mine. (laughs) Barely. Actually, I joke with Emily all the time. (laughs) Actually, it's not. Oh, my God. Remember when you asked me what I was doing for MEA break every day for, like, five days in a row? Yeah, I was wishful thinking that you weren't going to leave the state. I didn't leave the state, so you still don't even remember what I did. (laughs) But actually, I joke because Emily used to, I feel like Emily was my memory bank when we lived together. (laughs) And now that we don't, I like can never remember anything. That's fair. I was your calendar and your memory bank and your your storyteller whenever (laughs) you needed someone to tell a life story for you. Seriously, I'll be like, when's the last time we saw this person? She goes, oh, it was April 22nd. (laughs) Um, It was raining and... (laughs) Uh, such a good memory okay well, <laughs> well, you remembered yourself at least yeah so we were friends all through middle school we think and high school <laughs> and then we, we are had obviously... photo confirmation for high school at least <laughs> yes and then we were still friends in college do you kind of want to talk through your college journey on where you decided to go yikes <laughs> I was originally going to go to St. Kate's and did not want to go to St. Kate's. So uh, like three days before the school year started, I withdrew and went to Riverland, I think. Which is and... a community college in Owatonna, Minnesota. Yes, yes. And I think it's, it has a few other places too. And then I um, did that for a year and then transferred to Winona State. And I'm totally drawing a blank at how long I went to school there, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, I was going to guess, like, two years. Oh, I think I, I think it was a little over a year and a half, because I think I withdrew in, like, February or something. Okay. I have no idea, dude. But, yeah, so I was pre-med. Do you think pre-med helped you in your current career choice? Oh, for sure, actually. Um, I mean, anytime I tattoo, it's, like, performing a small procedure, essentially, you know. Um, and we use, like, a lot of medical, like, supplies, um like an autoclave and such for cleaning utensils and then um like green soap and stuff like that mat aside for cleaning when did you decide I guess after drawing from school at Winona that you wanted to do the tattooing route um you're asking me like I know my own life uh <laughs> as we established already that right? neither of you what the heck I where's my Emily um <laughs> so I went on to become a waitress for a while and 
had a child and after I had Aria I decided to go back to college and took some art classes and stuff and well initially like after I started that I got an apprenticeship uh, with someone who died and like I paid him and he died and that happened and then I didn't think there was like any hope for doing it again and then while I was going to school I uh, brought my portfolio to the Dragon's Lair and didn't get a yes right away but I just kept showing up and <laughs> eventually it turned out or turned from a maybe to a yes and I it was pretty great <laughs> so and for people that don't know you have to pay like a pretty large sum of money to do an apprenticeship right which is why when um, the person you were going to do it with passed away it was like a significant financial burden well um some some apprenticeships are free you know if you've known them or like your work is good enough or whatever like if that's their minds like some some mentors don't like would never charge somebody for an apprenticeship mm-hmm. you're like the shop bitch am I allowed to swear on here yes okay <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and like you basically work your way through your apprenticeship by doing all like the grunt work like cleaning and such yeah like cleaning tubes cleaning the shop scheduling for people you know literally all the things that nobody wants to do running errands stuff like that but I mean, I did that to a minor extent at my apprenticeship, but, like, they treated me well. You know, my coworkers respected me and stuff, and I, like, I didn't have to earn my respect. Well, I mean, I had to earn it as much as, you know, you have to earn respect from another human, but they didn't treat me badly. I actually was quite blessed with my apprenticeship. Like, heck of lucky. (laughs) Yeah. And you're working there full-time now, right? As full-time as any tattoo artist works, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I work there five days a week. Okay. At the Dragon's Lair. Just gonna throw that out there. Yes, we'll uh, tag them. Do they have an Instagram? No. Okay. Well, we'll spill. <laughs> they should get one. Yeah. We we all individually have our own. Oh, I guess yeah. It's like individual artists that yeah, you make appointments with. We do have a Facebook page. Did you <laughs> find that you faced any challenges tattooing? Because it feels like it's kind of a male-dominated industry. Um, I mean, I face a lot of challenges. Not because it's a male-dominated industry. Um. I personally have not really experienced any hardship with it as far as it being a male-dominated industry. I mean, you get kind of a few weirdos in there who are like, oh, you're a chick and you tattoo, but that's about it. My my struggles were limited to being a single mom and going to college full-time and uh, kind of fighting through an autoimmune disease and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like as far as the medical thing uh, pertaining to tattooing and helping it... Um, it also helps me, like, explain how to, like, treat the tattoos afterwards and, like, how, how my knowledge has affected the healing process and stuff like that. Yeah, to help because it's, like, an open wound you're treating. Yes, basically. And I actually used, like, I, I suggest using sometimes Tagaderm, which is what I use during my skin graft and stuff and things like that. Do you want to talk about having a skin graft? <laughs> I mean, I laid in the fire pit. <laughs> Had, like... A 15 by 4 inch square cut off my leg to put on my back which is totally not awesome yeah. true friendship is putting <laughs> helping your friend put true. burn cream on their butt that was burned severely I think it was not it was mostly my back and it actually I think you put uh, I can't remember what kind of acid it was but I think you put a type of acid on it to burn my skin off more actually because it was dead skin yeah yeah so you were you were uh removing you were debriding it so how how did you come to be laying in a fire pit 
I took like a step around a chair and my foot slipped and I slipped hard enough. It was an in-ground fire pit that my foot went up, both my feet went up over the other side and I got stuck in it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Luckily they give you so many painkillers and stuff like that entire summer. I took painkillers every day and I don't really remember it that much anymore. So there's that. (laughs) The pain is not like forefront of your mind when it comes up. (laughs) No, no. Just a beautiful, beautiful remnants of the skin graft are all that I can think of. It's totally ugly. It it healed pretty well. It's ugly. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What is the, back to tattooing, what is the weirdest tattoo you've ever done on someone? Dude, people ask me this all the time, and I never really can think of anything that I've done that's that weird. Okay. Um, Wait, wait, wait. I lied. Okay. So, (laughs) um, I had these kids come in, and uh, one of the kids has lost a bet in a game of Fortnite. So he had to get Fortnite tattooed on his butt. And they're like, oh, how should we, like, how should we have you do it, dude? And I was like, how about each of you draws or, like, writes down, like, two of the letters. And it'll be all of your handwriting put together. And let me tell you, it was guys and girls. That tattoo was, like, a jumbled mess. Oh, my God. Wait, were they actually kids? No, they're 18. Okay. (laughs) No, I've never tattooed a minor. I was like, okay. (laughs) Thank you for asking that. No, that's a gross misdemeanor. Holla. Oh. don't break the law or do i uh, that that's just where we are in the world where people kids 18 year olds are getting tattoos because they lost a game of Fortnite. i mean i'm a complete adult and i got a tattoo on my butt because my my cousin made a joke so <laughs> as i say emily we have friends too that also got tattoos because of a lost bet so <laughs> I I know, but like I can I can understand if it's like a bet with a little bit more substance than a game of Fortnite. That's you true. Say, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get the video game mentality. So yeah, <laughs> that's where I get lost. <laughs> How many tattoos do you have, Rachel? Um, okay, I have no idea. Probably between fifty and sixty, approximately. Wow. As a frame of reference, on my hands alone, I have six. Wow. So that's cool. Your guess is as good as mine. So, your weirdest tattoo was a Fortnite on the butt. What is the coolest tattoo that you've done? I don't know. I think, like, I get excited about, like, every tattoo, to be honest. My so. favorite. So, I follow you on Instagram and <laughs> I've seen you do tattoos of wolves, and those are my favorite. Oh, uh, yeah. That, mi- that micro tattoo of the wolf and the lion mm-hmm. that I did, um, incidentally. I just, like, I saw a picture of one of those micro tattoos, and I texted my friend. I was like, yo, you want to get a micro tattoo? And she's like, of what? And I was like, these, you're doing it. Let's do it. And she, that's how, like, that's why <laughs> she got them, because I, I wanted to practice it. And so it took me, like, 27 years to do, because I had just started tattooing. And, wow. like, I'm still pretty slow at tattooing, but I'm substantially faster than I used to be. Yeah. Practice. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever turned some someone away for a tattoo, like knowing they'd regret it, and you just Hell didn't yeah. want that? I absolutely have. What's an example? Um, well, I mean, I've told people no to doing knuckle tattoos because you can't really guarantee how they're going to heal. So I like I generally don't do finger tattoos. Um, I mean, I've made a few exceptions. Um, certain people are like uh, this one girl in particular wanted a tattoo that was really really small, and it was right after I got my license. And I was drawing it and she was waiting for me. And I was like, you know what, guys, like you can take the drawing. And if another artist feels comfortable doing this, they can do it for you. But I just thought it was too small and it wouldn't age well. 
uh, stuff like that. Okay. Or like if something's just a generally bad idea, you try to, you know, talk them to a cooler version of what they want. <laughs> Makes sense. So you're you're a tattoo artist with a conscience. <laughs> For now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to do anything that's going to be a job stopper or, you know, something that in a year they're like, why the hell did I do that? <laughs> So you mentioned having an autoimmune disease, and I know that affects your hands sometimes, which makes it hard to tattoo. I guess any advice you have for someone that has to be like an advocate for their health to get diagnosed? Because I know these are sometimes hard to diagnose, and you went on your own journey to get a diagnosis. Uh, I mean, the process was pretty fucking annoying, to be honest. Um, I started seeing doctors in like 2012. And to date, I still have an unspecified autoimmune disease. And to be honest, uh, I've gotten a lot of doctors that are like, do you actually have these symptoms or do you feel like you have these symptoms? Like my hands will swell pretty bad. It got Mm -hmm. to the point of where like I couldn't open doors myself. And um, like I I have like hundreds of pictures in my phone so I could show my doctors like, hey, this is what is going on. Like I'm not making it up. And um, basically patients and if you're not getting answers from one doctor, go to a different doctor um my personal doctor like for like my family practitioner practitioner or whatever um she's been great at advocating for me uh she has like sent me to different specialists um if one's not giving me answers or anything or if they just don't like care so Mm -hmm. that's been great at least but patients I think it takes an average uh seven years to be diagnosed with lupus and that's what they think I might have okay and to be honest um I still go to like uh, most recently I went to a cardiologist and literally this is what he said to me. He's like, uh, your case is really interesting and you don't want to hear that from a cardiologist. That's literally exactly what he said to me when he first walked in the room. And like at the end of that uh, specific um, visit, he's like, well, I'm going to give you beta blockers and hope that this helps, but I don't know if it'll do anything. Like it's, it's really frustrating and it's kind of disheartening and it makes you really disinclined to go back for no answers yeah and it's 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 like takes up time it's frustrating because you you feel these things that nobody can see really and Mm -hmm. like there are only certain things you can test for and like it's, it's just super frustrating have you found ways to I guess on this journey deal with the symptoms like with your hand swelling and things that have helped yeah actually um I, well, I mean, I was on uh, methotrexate, which is an immunosuppressant, and that helped for a while, but um, I started eating a lot of flaxseed and, like, um, being conscious of, like, certain things that, like, trigger my, like, outbreaks and stuff. Like, I try to stay out of the sun because that makes my skin really, really, really irritated and, um, like, basically just being more aware of what I'm consuming. However, I'm not going to lie, I don't always do that, and by that I mean I usually don't do that. <laughs> But when I start to get, like, a flare-up, I'll, I'll be more aware of, like, eating a lot of flaxseed because that, that helps with the inflammation and stuff. And, like, I know it seems kind of bogus, but, like, it really did help me even if it was just my head. No, I'm, like, a complete believer that things you digest can completely affect everything. I know some people don't buy into that, but whatever works for you, like. Right. I mean, I've cut down, like, I cut down on my sugar, too, now because, like, I don't know, it would make me throw up a lot if I drank, like, soda and stuff. But I feel like a lot of that has gotten better. I feel like uh, with being less stressed, I'm I don't have as many like flare ups or whatever anymore. Okay. Yeah, I totally think that is especially that's it, especially for autoimmune diseases. Like it's all about 
what you eat and your stress levels and how you're sleeping. Um, right, right. And like sugar is a is a big part of causing those like crazy side effects. Not that I know anything about your your situation, but just like <laughs> and with anybody though, even. yeah, in dealing in with even like figuring out my own health issues and stuff. Right, that's totally it. So, Alyssa, you've been talking a lot about this Podcoin app. Do you listen to your podcasts on Podcoin? I do. I love it because what better way to listen to podcasts that I'm going to listen to anyway than earn points while I do it? Are all are most of your favorite podcasts on Podcoin already? Yeah, every one that I regularly listen to is automatically there and downloads for me when I subscribe. So what's the reason behind going to Podcoin to listen to your podcasts? So Podcoin pays you to listen. So for every minute you listen, you get points to redeem to either donate to charity, which is awesome, or towards gift cards. And selfishly, that is what I like because Starbucks is an option and we all know I have a Starbucks addiction and I gave up spending money on Starbucks for as a New Year's resolution. So this is a way for me to feed my addiction without breaking my New Year's resolution. I keep forgetting to download the app, but I need to. What is it? How do you do it again? It's you go to your app store on either your iPhone or Android and download the Podcoin app. And if you enter code Floral Couch. You will get 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use our code. That's 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use code Floral Couch. So sign up. Give it a try. Get some Starbucks. Um, switching gears a little bit, you also mentioned birthing a child. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so you have an adorable three-year-old. Yes, Arya. I am honored enough to be Aria's godmother, which is super exciting. Yeah. She is fun. How has how has your life changed since being a mom now that you've been been a mom for over three years? I mean, I like her. <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> I did, she's going to stick around. Yeah, I, I think I'll keep her. Uh, I definitely did not want to have kids before I had her, but... Yeah, I, I didn't realize how much you could love another human being until I made a human being. <laughs> and I don't know, I feel like I, I worry a lot about like, I, actually, it's given me an extreme fear of like my own mortality. Like that that is one thing that has changed in particular. Um, I don't know, I, I, I feel it's really important, like how I act around her and like, I never really was aware of like my decisions and like the aftermath of them when I was younger. Yeah. And so all of that, like, she's really made me realize, like, like, different things are important. Yeah. Very cool. I feel like she's at such a fun age, too, where she can now, like, fully dude, communicate. Dude, and dude. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to embarrass Xavier right now. Your um, boyfriend. <laughs> yes. So last week, <laughs> when Arya was here, he farted really loud, and it scared Arya so bad, she punched me in the face. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, she goes, what? And just punched me in the jaw. It was so funny. <laughs> that was like her reaction? Yeah, because she was scared. Oh my god! She punched me. Oh wow. Yeah, it was so funny. We were like crying from laughing. She's like, you never really know what to expect from her. Like, I was driving her to daycare one day and she goes, drive faster, asshole. I was like, what did you just say? And she's like, ass. I was like, what the heck? Where'd you hear that? I don't know. I don't ever say stuff like that. So obviously it wasn't me. 
<laughs> he probably was me. <laughs> it's funny though because she'll do stuff like that but then one of my favorite stories is we were facetiming and she insisted on telling everyone in the room that they're beautiful that they're, yeah, they're yeah. pretty they're it's pretty not, or no cute yeah she does that to me all the time like if I do something that makes her happy or like I do a good job at something she goes you're so cute mama I just love you oh <laughs> it's so great makes up for punching you in the face <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the other day I was getting ready to go to work and I well okay I was like pr- probably falling asleep because I wasn't actually getting ready but um, I'll, all of a sudden I went to see what Aria was doing and she was covered from head to toe in bronzer. Oh gosh. Yeah, dude. And she was like, like, this is okay, mom. Like, look at me. And this is not the first time she's done it. <laughs> she but just she, wants to wear makeup like you. Dude, she I wants that glow. I don't even wear bronzer. <laughs> so why do you have it? it's my roommates oh <laughs> and she finds it she'll dig all of the bronzer out so it's like a big pile on the floor and like all of her body yeah and she likes to give herself tattoos too with what markers I don't really mind that as much they're like non-toxic so that's good and I mean I can't really get mad at her for doing literally what I do for a career right <laughs> I she's give her expressing sp- herself yeah I gave her a spongebob tattoo and a um f- fake one guys um it like she held her arm out afterwards and like like it hurt her to get and she was so proud of this spongebob tattoo that she showed everybody for like however long it stayed on and then when it, i had to end up inevitably washing it off i like broke her heart oh <laughs> yeah so you mentioned xavier yes and do you remember hearing about how i met xavier was it at joe's oh yeah uh, I, I cannot really remember the full story, so if you want to tell that one, you can. I think I might have told it on the podcast before, but basically I was asked him what his intentions are with you. <laughs> or no, I asked him if he had a girlfriend, and he thought I was hitting on him. <laughs> and then I was like, "What?" or no, I said, what are your intentions with your current girlfriend? <laughs> and he thought I was hitting on him, and I was like, just kidding, I'm friends with Rachel, bye. <laughs> That sounds accurate. (laughs) First time ever meeting him while he was our waiter. (laughs) That's not bad, though. Could have been worse. It's true. (laughs) One more question about tattoos. Which of the 50 to 60 tattoos on your body is your favorite? If you have one. Literally, every time I get a new tattoo, that's my favorite tattoo. (laughs) That makes sense. my My favorite is my most recent, obviously. It's a raven on my arm. Ooh. But before that, it was the one I got before that. And then before that, it was the one before that. So, What was your very first tattoo? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's stupid as hell. It's some swirls up my side with some wrong dates on it. That was scary. I went with you to get that mm-hmm. tattoo. And we realized after it was done that the year was wrong. No, the, the date was wrong. Um, the same date's on there twice. Like the day. It's supposed but- to be a... A 15 and it's a 17 but he fixed one of them while we were there oh yeah yeah the date the year was wrong as he was tattooing it i noticed it and oh you weren't God, gonna I say forgot, anything i forgot all about that and so he was able to fix that year yeah i don't know what happened if like i wrote the dates down wrong or if like they got typed wrong or what happened there but, but it's permanent <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome 
Have you, in working in the tattoo industry, heard of any other, like, major, I guess, screw-ups when it comes to a tattoo? Dude, there's, like, a new one every day. Um, <laughs> I was on an ink-shaming page. Like, I, I followed it, so there are a lot of pretty gnarly ones out there. I'm gonna shamelessly drop a snake pit on Instagram is a good one to look at if you want to see some pretty, uh, raunchy tattoos. So, Ugh. Yeah. Like hyper realistic buttholes and such. Speaking of buttholes, when I was at my first tattoo convention, I saw a butthole tattoo. Just gonna throw that out there. Interesting. <laughs> it's a trend now. It's a thing. I did not know that was trendy. Yeah. Yes. Guess I'm not hip with the kids. I'm. I don't know anybody personally who is other than that person. <laughs> what is a tattoo convention like? It's pretty cool. Like. Uh, basically just a bunch of artists rent booths and like they're tattooing there and you can walk around and talk to them and, and like look at the tattoos look at their portfolios you can buy art yeah I mean it's just like pretty chill uh the one that my first one was jokes and pokes and there's like a comedy act and stuff there and there's like there were like reptiles and stuff interesting is there like is it a competition of any sort or is it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so there are a few um like a few categories uh I'm trying to remember any of them right now. There can be like like small black and gray, large black and gray, small colors, like large colors, stuff like that. Um, and actually, the tattoo that's on my left hand, or my right hand won an award, and that was done by Adam Bertram. And that was a, uh, I think it was like hand tattoos and watercolor tattoos. And like I was like Adam, I'm gonna go enter it, and he's like, oh okay, sure. And then yeah, he won first place. Very cool. Adam Bertram did my twins tattoo on my foot. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Like, back in the day before he was, like, as popular as he is now. <laughs> Isn't that wild to think of, like, that was so long ago? Yeah. And then yeah. I eventually worked there. That's so crazy. So how popular is he for people who don't wouldn't know who that is, like me? <laughs> um, I mean, he's he's pretty well known in southern Minnesota for sure. He's actually been, like, he guest spotted in, I'm not even going to try to guess where, because I can't remember, like, Colorado or something. Because um, he was actually asked to go out there and, like, yeah. He's, he's pretty cool, I guess. Okay, so since the two of you have been friends since middle school, probably. I have, probably, hopefully, maybe, <laughs> I have a little game. It's it's more of just questions, and because we did this when my high school best friend Aaron was on, like, a, a long time ago, and it turned into some, to some pretty good stories, so... <laughs> oh so here we go what is the craziest thing the two of you have ever done together almost died in a bouncy house it's true oh <laughs> yes we've heard this story um <laughs> rachel was there to witness um there, I was, oh i was there to witness what Alyssa? um witness my first crime being committed i i participated in this crime <laughs> Want me to tell the story? Yes. <laughs> okay. So I was having a small get together, a gathering of friends at my apartment in Winona, and we were partaking in adult beverages. And we were Alyssa and I were twenty and a half, and all of her friends were twenty one. Right. And I would like to point out, I didn't even wait, drink my wait. first. Oh no, no, I'm totally okay. It's, it's so bad. You just gotta wait. Okay. So <laughs> Alyssa had just like gotten there, 
and I have been at this point drinking for a couple hours so we're waiting for my friends from college a couple of my friends from college to show up and we hear a knock at the door and this kid that's there he goes hey guys I bet it's the cops he opens the door and he turns around he goes it's the cops <laughs> so we're fucking like I'm holding a bottle of Jägermeister in my hand directly in front of the cops so this is like next to me and everybody's like oh shit <laughs> and so the cops are like hey guys we got a noise complaint but since we're here can you, like can you turn the music down and also how old is everybody can we get your ids and Alyssa and i looked at each other and we're like we don't have ours so everybody else gave their ids and like we got taken out to the hallway right and so <laughs> the cops like okay what's your name guys and we told our names so i'm like rachel Bogard. she's like Alyssa benzik and they're like when's your date of birth and i was like July 8th, 1991. That is not my date of birth. Alyssa's like, June 3rd, 1991. And then that is also not her date of birth. So they start running our names over the fucking little walkie-talkies. And I looked at them and I looked at Alyssa and I was like, I lied. <laughs> so we were, we were both like, okay, we're born in 92. So they're like, okay, obviously you guys are underage. So they breathalyzed us, right? So I blew a point one four one because I'm an irresponsible and reckless human. Alyssa, being the wonderful person she is, blew a point zero zero five, I believe. Yep. Yo, she could have drank ten times that amount and still legally driven if she were 21. We both got minus. Uh, and they and then, made me take the breathalyzer three times because it wasn't it, registering yeah, anything. because it was that low. And so, like, homegirl could have had, like, taken some NyQuil and probably gotten <laughs> Like dead ass, it would have been. That's higher, so probably. stupid. He could have just said you weren't drinking if it showed up. I I should have lied. Like it honestly, you I should have lied. lied. Well, yeah, I'm not like I can't lie well, so I panicked and literally but- just everything Rachel said I copied. <laughs> 1991. Okay, yep, I was born in 1991. Oh, we're telling right. them the truth. Okay, I'll tell them the truth. <laughs> was someone born in 1991? Would they have been 21 at that? Yeah. 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 yeah they would. Because yep. we were six months from. Literally twenty one. Oh my gosh! And I didn't have, I didn't have my first sip of alcohol until I turned twenty. So I'd only been drinking for like six months. Not that it makes it any better, but I like very small period of rebellion there. Right. And what's even worse is okay. So after we got our super minors, um, our ID said Fairbos, so we got to stay there until you know, quote unquote, our friends were going to come pick us up, and um. Incidentally, my boyfriend at the time got the hosting violation in my apartment because my address was different, and he claimed it as his apartment. And and when he showed up to pay the fine, the the sheriff's department is so small, um, that they're like, "Oh, you're so and so," when he went to pay the fine, because that's how few freaking violations had happened that they knew who he was when he walked in the door. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. I was I was just gonna add that Alyssa was like very strict about not drinking at all Yo, like dude would dra- she, was, she was so bad after this that like I went inside and I was like fuck it and I just started drinking more because I was like I can't you know I can't get any worse and Alyssa didn't drink the rest of the night her poor sweet soul no but even before this happened like she like sophomore year of college she would never go to a party she would drive us there and not go inside and then go home and we would and we weren't like uh, we weren't even really that crazy like sometimes we pre-gamed with coffee but she still wouldn't come to parties with us there's a spot waiting for you in heaven and then as soon as she decides to like rebel 
a teeny tiny bit. This happened. 0.005 bit. (laughs) And then she understandably after that was very (laughs) like strict and adamant and like didn't let us have alcohol in our apartment, which we understood. And and then we all know that some crazy things happened when she turned 21. So it all, <laughs> it all worked out. But oh, that story is just so funny. It's, it's even better because I don't believe, Alyssa, you've committed any other crimes, right? I don't think so. So that is the entirety of both of our records is that underage drinking violation. Wait, I think I have a parking ticket, but doesn't that doesn't really... show up. That doesn't show up. So if you do a background search, Alyssa and I literally have an underage consumption. <laughs> that is our whole record. Uh yeah. Well, it makes for a good story now. At the time, I thought the world was ending, and now I'm like, lol. I can't <laughs> even imagine what I would do in that situation. So I was distraught, and I went home because to my parents, and <laughs> I think my dad was going to get mad at me, but he realized I was like so mad at myself that he was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's going to be okay." Like he wasn't even mad because he realized how mad I was at myself. <laughs> I got a speeding ticket, my first speeding ticket, and I was distraught and, like, couldn't get back on the road because I was just, like, bawling my eyes out. Dude. So I can't even imagine what that would be like. I feel that in my heart, yo. (laughs) Oh, God. That just reminded me of another story. Rachel, do you remember that time we were driving and someone cut us off or something and we, like, almost got in an accident and all you said was, holy balls. (laughs) <laughs> and then afterwards, we talked about the fact that if we would have died just then, your last words would be holy balls. So frequently did I feel like that was going to be my last words, actually. So yes, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> okay, so I have a story, actually. So do you want to know how good of a friend Alyssa is? Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't well, know. Well, I already know, but yes, tell us the story. Dude, you don't even understand how great she is. So I Alyssa's at home. Oh gosh, probably doing homework or something that a good kid would be doing, and I'm hanging out with our friend Derek, and (laughs) Derek's like, "Hey, are you with Rachel or what are you doing or something?" And Alyssa immediately was like, "Yeah, Rachel's with me," thinking that I was lying to Derek. In reality, we went out and chucked the shit out of her car (laughs) while my friend was fucking like Heidi like you know defending me without even knowing what was going on I felt so bad after I realized what happened oh you're so sweet Alyssa (laughs) oh back in the day when chalking each other's cars were a thing I I did not know that was a thing you never did that no what what you just draw on your car with chalk wait are you lying right now (laughs) no I'm done this isn't a joke this is serious this is serious. We saran wrapped people's cars, which was bad. You never, never use like window chalk for like homecoming or like graduation or anything. Oh, yes. Sorry. Okay. Oh my heart. It's been a long time. I was like Alyssa, we're we're fucking aliens because we went to a Catholic school. <laughs> Emily went to a Catholic school. Oh, I did. You're an alien too. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, sorry, we got to sidetracked. What were your oh, other? Yeah. Games? It's okay. Um, <laughs> So, what about most embarrassing memory? Well, we might have already covered that. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, gosh! <laughs> um, okay, so anytime... Okay, Alyssa and I sat next to each other for, like, everything we did ever. So, anytime oh. there was... Okay. Actually, We're horrible specific, people. Specifically, our teacher was like, okay, everybody, it's 9-11. 
let us take a moment of silence to for all of the lives lost. And Alyssa and I look, made eye contact with each other. And we both go, <laughs> and like burst out laughing after that. And it was so awful because everybody was so fucking quiet that like everybody looked at us. And that happened every time there was a moment of silence. Yeah, we, like, shouldn't have looked at each other. I don't know why. We just, like, started cracking up when we looked at each other. Yeah, it was pretty humiliating. Especially because, like, everybody there knows each other. And, like, yeah. Yeah, it was not our finest moment. Let's see, I can't really think of any other ones right off the bat now. Um, we did a Braille project together. <laughs> for a class. I don't even remember which class it was. but It, we was, did- it was history Okay, well, we did a project on Braille, and one, I, like, can't cut in a straight line to save my <laughs> life, so Rachel had to stay up late and recut everything I cut out for this board, and then we like, were just, she like... Could been, she could have been closing her eyes and hoping that it was turning out to be a rectangle, <laughs> and it would have turned out better. It was I, so bad. To this day, I don't know what it is. I'm, like, incapable of cutting in a straight line. <laughs> there were lines drawn, like... <laughs> Uh, and then we were so tired by the end of our project that my mom brought us ice cream and we like looked at the ice cream we laughed laughed and cried for like 10 minutes <laughs> no speaking just like, eating no. ice cream and laughing like crazies yeah because we were just so exhausted that might not be funny to anyone or, else but <laughs> another okay yeah probably not or like our car accident video we're like <laughs> we were so lucky that the video would not play in our class because it was so fucking embarrassingly bad like Half the time, we were struggling to, like, even get the, per- like, person's face on the camera. Like, it, it looked like we just, like, like, we're holding the cameras up to the sky and just hoping that an image would appear in front of it. Like, it was so bad. Yeah, and, for and health class. Fake, fake bloopers. <laughs> for health class, we had to do a video on drunk driving. And so my sister was the person that got hit by the car. Oh and, like, gosh. the screen was basically of the sky and, like, part of her head. <laughs> like, I clearly did aim forehead. the camera. <laughs> okay random random question but what is each other's favorite thing to order at a restaurant like am i answering what Alyssa's favorite thing yeah is? yeah not meat <laughs> accurate probably like a salad or chicken or something healthy <laughs> dumb shit like that <laughs> i feel like yours would be sushi or like a crunch wrap supreme without tomatoes that is so accurate it hurts my heart <laughs> I would say Alyssa's is always something to do with the crab or um, if there's a crab cake Benedict or like something eggs Benedict with crab, she's going to order it. It's true. Or yeah, like but- Southwest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's or Southwest. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree with the Southwest thing. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay. Wait, real quick. No, Alyssa, do you remember that time that we went to Applebee's? And I was looking oh, at whoever was sitting in front of me. That could actually be my most embarrassing moment. This, this is the best moment of my, like, entire prank life. So Alyssa was sitting across my boyfriend who was sitting right next to me. And I, like, without breaking eye contact with the person in front of me, took my foot and rubbed it up the back of my boyfriend's leg. So it looked like Alyssa did it. No, you rubbed it up my leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it you? Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. Didn't you spit your water out? I was drinking iced tea, and I didn't. Re- I thought it was your boyfriend, and I spit it at him because I was like, "What is going on?" And I did this without like even looking toward them, and it was so flawless. It was great. I was pretty pleased with myself. And he, well, and I, I thought he was doing it. He didn't know what was going on, and you were just sitting there like an evil monster. It was awful. 
Uh, I take much pride in that moment. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Rachel, how would you describe Alyssa's ideal significant other slash eventual husband? Wow. Oh, uh, what is that baseball player's name? <laughs> uh, Morneau? Is that his last name? Yeah. <laughs> Justin? J- yeah. Am I right? Is yeah. Justin? My favorite baseball player. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would describe it as. <laughs> to a T. Or, or Juice from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sons of Anarchy. I forgot about that show. <gasps> Never forget. Rachel and I waited in line at Mall of America for like I several remember. hours to meet. Do you remember me when he, uh, the guy who plays Bobby's like, oh, are you a huge fan of the show? And I was like, I've never seen it in my life. And he's like, what? And I, looked and I was like, I'm kidding. And he like looked at the camera and he's like, did you hear what she just said to me? <laughs> I'm like, good in social situations. Should I, should I go on from that? So I would imagine he'd look like that. And I imagine he's probably really smart and awkward. Has an awkward <laughs> sense of humor. Probably, probably, hopefully someone who can, like, introduce her to more video games than Mario Kart on the Wii. Um, I would imagine he'd have to be in the board games. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't approve, really. <laughs> Let's see. Probably has to like country music. At least a little. Or be down to subject himself to it. <laughs> um, I imagine, I don't know, I feel like he'd have to be, like, a tidy person who is like-minded to Alyssa. I can only describe my own, like, personal person and, like, I mean, I can now because I have the person, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know you were going to ask that, Finna. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> I actually have no idea how I thought of that. But... <laughs> I, no, it, it was interesting to hear Rachel answer. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I agree with everything she said, so. <laughs> what nicknames have you called each other over the years? Oh, my gosh. I call Alyssa Alice. <laughs> I don't really particularly remember how that happened, but I was like Alice in Wonderland is what I called her for a really long time. And your mom still calls me Alice. You got Aria to call me Alice. <laughs> yeah. Is that why your Twitter name is Alice in Space? Yeah. I, I made that up. Isn't it Alice in Space 2? Yeah, because Alice in Space 1 was taken and so was <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yes, that was me. Yeah, I always wondered why. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't I even never know asked. <laughs> and then, as a rebellion, I thought I was trying to make up a name that you hated because at first I really hated <laughs> Alice, and so I called you Raphael for a long, long time. And I don't know how I came up with that. I have no idea. Until like it's last really year, funny. you were Raphael in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, becoming an adult is when you change your childhood nickname to their real name now you're rachel with a sushi emoji you're Ale- you're you're Alyssa avocado, avocado yes. emoji. oh perfect yeah okay what you talked about sons of anarchy but what other tv shows and movies were you guys into oh uh army wives um oh. <laughs> yes hello okay um, we talked about this on a different podcast how it was like geared towards like 40 year old women but we were shut up Alyssa. don't judge us <laughs> um sons of anarchy what else did we watch supernatural oh yeah 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 um i know what show you used oh what show was that that you used to watch something about one tree hill yeah i right. loved one tree hill yeah but you never watched that but i thought you looked like peyton sawyer so for a while i called you peyton too you remind oh, yeah, me a right. lot of her she's like artsy and like emo and like wow yeah that's how i'm describing you that's super accurate <laughs> so there's that 
I think those are the only shoes. Oh, no, what's that? Okay. Oh, God, I shouldn't even admit this. What was that skateboarder? Um, Life of Ryan? Yeah, dude. (laughs) I forgot about that. You are in charge of my most embarrassing qualities. (laughs) It was so good, though, with Ryan Sheckler. So I bought all the DVDs and made people freshman year watch them, too. So, like, our friend Maya and such were also obsessed. So Okay, that makes me feel better. Yeah. It is a good show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I would say <laughs> that. It's entertaining. Do you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? <laughs> Emily, do you want to answer? Just <laughs> um, I used to, and we used to try to make Emily watch it. Emily, what's wrong with you? Dude, I like religiously watched it. I don't even know what's wrong with me. Like I think I blame you, Alyssa. I blame you for all of my like weird TV show tastes. I've <laughs> I've never seen more of a few minutes because I just like cannot stand them like i'm sure i'm sure they're i'm sure they're great people but just not just not my cup of tea for sure yeah they're a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. um okay i have one more question and that is what concerts have you been to together Uh, oh blink 182 blink 182 usher usher oh yeah that's so wild and akon um my chemical romance um, um a day to remember we went to a hinder concert once too oh yeah that's right oh my gosh In lips of an angel that's oh. the only song i knew <laughs> i think the worst song ever oh shush i'm sorry <laughs> shush girl shush. i'm sorry <laughs> um yeah i still they're they've got some other good good jams no. um <laughs> What other were there any others? I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably it. Did you guys go to Twenty One Pilots? We're, oh, we were both simultaneously there. We went the oh. previous year together. Oh yeah, with Megan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. How did I forget about that? I cried. <laughs> it was great. One of the best concerts ever. Indeed. Emily's not a 21 Pilots fan, which is interesting because we usually have pretty similar taste in music. I think 21 Pilots is hard to get into if you didn't start listening to them before their most recent album. That is probably fair, actually. Yeah. It's hard to like to like an artist that you'd have to like their less evolved work. I'm going to blame it on that. <laughs> that is the only okay. logical con- like, conclusion. <laughs> Other than your opinion is wrong. okay rachel we have one final question for you and it is one we ask all of our guests if you had a reality show about your life what would it be called and why (laughs) okay so i always joke that i am gonna write my diary so i'd probably be something like uh the diary of a sad tattoo apprentice (laughs) like what isn't that movie like like the diary of a wimpy kid so yeah my show would be called the sad life of a tattoo apprentice because I always I don't know I really enjoy like dark humor and I like to make my like faux pas into funny experiences funny stories and so that's what my my tv show would be called (laughs) or or the sad life of a tattoo no that one sounds lame that one sounds really lame I lied I'm going with the first answer sad life of a tattoo apprentice yeah I was thinking like the secret life of an American teenager I don't know off a lot of titles here and none of them are really flowing <laughs> and it'd just be about tattooing in your life yeah basically like 
um i made the joke more often when i was actually apprenticing and like the, the stupid things i would do while i'm tattooing or like like different struggles i had um uh like while i was tattooing if i was <laughs> i i made i made a comment to one of my friends while i was tattooing her that i was going to punish myself that night by tattooing myself as practice so like things like that or, yeah like, or like the times that i like would put the the stencil paper in upside down or like the thermofax paper in upside down and it wouldn't make a stencil stuff like that just embarrassing <laughs> stupid things i would watch it i mean you kind of do watch it but irl <laughs> irl <laughs> That's an Alyssa thing. I blame you. <laughs> I also blame you for the fact I say maids and probs. You're welcome. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Rachel, where can people find you? Um, you can check me out on Instagram at tattoos by Rachel Rose. And I work at the Dragon's Lair in Oatana, Minnesota. Holla. Go let her stab you repeatedly. Dude, Get yeah. tatted up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> become, a, become a badass with me. <laughs> thanks so much rachel for being a guest on floral couch conversations it was fun you're welcome and thank you for having me yeah and thanks everyone for listening to this episode of floral couch conversations you can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts uh apple Podcasts, anchor soundcloud podcoin wherever spotify you get, wherever you get your podcasts and you can find us on instagram at floral couch conversations or on facebook Send us an email if you have any questions or requests or just want to hear from us in your inbox, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com and check out our website, floralcouchconversations.com. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.